Well, praise God. You are a child of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to have a little spiritual workout this morning. Amen. Glory to God. For those of you that, that don't know, this showed up in front of my office door uh, just after Christmas. And uh, it says to, uh, to Jim from Santa. Now, it, it apparently was a secret Santa because I have yet to, nobody's owned up to, uh, to putting it there. Uh, it was obviously re-gifted because I had to uh, use several wash towels to get, it clean, get all the dust cleaned off of it. Um, you know, I, I've accused Pastor Kent, and he, uh, he, he's denying it. And I thought, well, maybe, maybe Norma did it, but nah, that, that's not Norma. Or, uh, you know, not, now I haven't said anything to Randy, but, but I thought maybe that it might be him. Or, uh, you know, Joe Costley, you know, I, I, I don't know. Um, so if, if somebody wants to uh, confess, I mean, uh, today would be a, a good time to come up and, and ask for forgiveness. Amen. <laughs> Huh? Ask him to show you how to do it. Well, we, we may get there. We, 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 may, we may get there. Hallelujah. I've got good news for you this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, this is a world where we need all the good news that we can get. We need all the good news that we can get. And... Uh, T turn in in your Bible to uh, to First Timothy chapter two. I want I want to go there first, and uh, you know everybody knows this this verse of scripture, and and uh, you're going to say, oh no, you know you're going to tell me that I'm going to have I'm going to have to pray for for those that are in leadership in this country, and, and yes, you know, that, that's, that's where, we need, where we need to be. You know, I don't know, you know, about, about you guys, but, but we are constantly, especially in the last two months, you know, whatever, 10 weeks, 12 weeks, we are, are constantly bombarded by, by news. News, 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 and, and you know, I've, I've told you several times that I don't watch the news, but, but you can hear, you hear enough without watching the news to know what, what's going on. And, uh, you know, I don't know about your, your iPhone, but it's constantly, you know, dinging and, and going off, and, and, you know, people that we didn't know, you know, six weeks ago are now experts on, on what's going on. You know, and, and really they're not experts and, 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 you know, some of them admit to it that, you know, I've heard this rumor, but, you know, I, I can't substantiate it, but I've heard this rumor about such and such and, and, you know, I just want to throw that out there just so you'll know and so you can worry about it too. You know, it's really, they don't say that, but, but that's what, you know, that's, that's the motivation behind it. Okay. 
But I want to put out a challenge to you this morning. And, and it's this. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not challenging you to do something that, that I haven't done. But for every 10 minutes of news that you watch a day or the time that you spend watching somebody's blog that you have no idea who they are, except they just showed up on your iPhone, on YouTube or, or Facebook, you know, since the election. And, you know, now they, they have become experts. But for every 10 minutes that you spend watching that stuff, you spend an hour in the Word of God. You know, but I, I don't know about you, but it takes, it takes me at least that long to, to get calmed down and, and start thinking right after I, I listen to 10 minutes of it. You know, and, and I'm talking about even stuff that, that even broadcasts that, that, uh, that you may have some confidence in. You know, maybe that you feel is telling the truth. You know, that they're giving you to the best of their ability what, what they know is going on and, 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 you know, so on and so forth. But, but very little of that brings peace. Even that doesn't bring peace. But what brings peace is what the Word of God says. Amen? And, and I'm not telling you to ignore all that stuff. I'm just telling that we, we need to spend more time in the Word of God than we do listening to news. Because information and, and the truth are two different things. The information about what's going on and the truth about what's going on is two totally different things. But first of all, let's, let's look here in... in uh, in 1 Timothy, this is what we do first. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. So what this is saying here is, you know, this is not just a suggestion or, you know, if, if, if you feel like it this morning, or, or if it's convenient, it, it's, it's, it's almost a, a command. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, you know, all kinds of prayer and thanksgiving, don't want to forget that one, be made for some men. No, it says all men, doesn't it? For kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. The, the Amplified there in, in verse 2 says this, you know, we pray for, for kings and all who are in positions of authority or in high responsibility, that outwardly we may pass a quiet an undisturbed life, and that inwardly a peaceable one in all godliness, reverence, and seriousness in every way. Verse 3 
says, For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. That's a hard saying. You know, right now, that, that, that is a hard saying. But first of all, it says, before we do anything else, we need to pray for those that are in authority over us, that are in positions of, of, of a lot of responsibility. And that includes the president, you know, the vice president, the Congress, you know, Supreme Court. I mean, and you can just go on, on down the line to the local dog catcher. You know, it, it includes everybody. We're to pray for, for all men. You know, I, I, I hope that, that, that as a body, as, as a church, you're lifting your pastors up before God, that, that, that we make the right decisions, that, that we hear the voice of God and a voice of a strangers we don't follow, that, that you know, we have, we have peace, and we, we have a direction for this ministry. And it, it's a, it'll be a blessing to everyone. Amen. In Proverbs chapter 21, verse, verse 1, it says, the king's, hand, or the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. You know, how do you pray? Father, I thank you that, that my president's hand or my president's heart is in your hand. In Proverbs chapter 24, I'm going to give you a lot of scripture this morning. And, and I, I would ask that you write it down, make notes, take a screenshot, you know, whatever you got to do, and go home and, and, and look at it and meditate on it and and. Get a revelation of it yourself. Amen? Because every verse of Scripture that I'm going to give you this morning is, is good news. It's good news. It's not somebody's opinion. It's not my opinion. You know, it's, it's, it's not the person that wrote its opinion. It's, it's from the Word of God, and it's who you are in Him. You know, I, I, I love the, the song service this morning because one of the songs said that God will make a way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10, and I'm, I'm going to read this out of the Passion Version. It says, if you faint when under pressure, you have need of courage. Go and rescue the perishing, be their savior. Why would you stand back and watch them stagger to their death? This is something that we can pray for our leaders. And why would you say, but it's none of my business. Nobody's ever done that. 
The one who knows you completely and judges your every motive is also the keeper of souls and not just yours. He sees through your excuses and holds you responsible for failing to help those whose lives are threatened. Revelation knowledge is a delicacy. You know, revelation knowledge is something that we need to seek after. Sweet like flowing honey that melts in your mouth. Eat as much of it as you can, my friend, for then you will perceive what is true wisdom. Your future will be bright, and this hope living within you will never disappoint you. Praise God. You know, this right here is, is a powerful verse of Scripture that we can pray for our leaders. And, and you know, really, as, as a church, we don't have any excuse. It's, it's not the time to draw back and to be idle. But it's, and it's not time for us to, to isolate ourselves from the Word of God and from fellow believers and listen to the news all day long. You know, we, we've already talked about that. I want to give you some, some verses of Scripture here, and these, these are, are key verses. You know, write them down, meditate on them, because this is who you are. Okay? This is who we are. I want you to look in, in, in 1 John first, and, and I'll just read it. For everyone born of God is victorious and, overcome, and overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has conquered and overcome the world, our continuing persistent faith in Jesus, the Son of God. What overcomes the world? What overcomes the world? Faith overcomes the world. How do we get faith? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen? So, so when we, we've, we've made this commitment. Now, I believe everybody made this commitment that, that if you listen to 10, 10 minutes of news, that you're going to get in, the, in your Bible and for an hour. For every 10 minutes of news you watch, all the blogs that you watch, and you're going to have to keep track you're going to have to keep track of this, that we're going to spend an hour for every 10 minutes in the Word of God. Every 10 minutes of news, an hour in the Word of God. You know what that'll do? That'll get your thinking straightened out. That, that will get your thinking straightened out. And, and you know, it'll, and, and you'll do, you know, one of two or three things here. You're either going to get a whole lot of word because you're listening to a whole lot of news. And, uh, but you, you got to remember that there's only 24 hours in a day, so you, you can get behind pretty quick, okay? Or you're, got, you're going to quit listening to so much news and, and, and you'll still, still have a lot of, of 
time in the, in the Word, or you're just going to throw up your hands and say, I can't do this, and uh, be, be discouraged and, and, and defeated. You know, I, I guess the, you know, the choice, the choice is, is really ours. It's, it's, it's really ours. Um, look, look in Romans, in, in Romans chapter 8. Verse, verse 37 says, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors and have gained a surpassing victory through him that loved us. For I am persuaded beyond doubt, I am sure that neither life or death nor life, angels or principalities or things impending or things that are threatening or things to come nor powers nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Look in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 says, or not 15, 57, I'm sorry. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory, making us conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ. Who are you this morning? We're victorious. We're conquerors. We read in, in 1 John that we're more than overcomers. Glory to God. You can stand up and shout if you want to. You know, there's, there's nothing wrong. You can shout in church. Amen. You know, we've, we've been taught to be quiet in church. We don't have to be quiet in church when we're praising and worshiping God. Amen. Hallelujah. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, and it says, And my God will liberally supply... Fill to the full your every need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Glory to God. God will meet every one of our needs. Amen? You know, that, you know I'm, I'm not making these, this up. You know, it, it, it's in your Bible. Amen? But so often, it's, it's so easy, it's so easy to forget who we are and what we have when we listen to the news, you know, more than 10 minutes a day. Because you just get so depressed. It just pulls you down. It, it makes you look like, or makes you think that there, there's no hope. But we have a hope, and it's in Jesus. Amen? Glory to God. In 1 Peter 5, 7... It says, casting the whole of your care, all of your anxiety. How many have had anxieties here in the last two or three months? Cast all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns once and for all on him. For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. 
So we've read several verses of scripture here concerning who we are and what we have in Christ Jesus. Amen. Number one in 1 John 5, 4, it says that, we were mo- that we're more than overcomers. You know, but to be an overcomer, there has, you have to overcome something. So that's telling me that there is going to be opposition. You know, it's just not going to be, you know, walking through the, the tulips, okay? Romans 8, 37 says that we're conquerors. If we're going to be a conqueror, there, there's an enemy that, that has to be defeated. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57, it says there is a vic- that we have the victory, but in order to be victorious, there's a fight that has to be fought. Amen? Philippians 4.19, it says he's going to supply all my needs. And 1 Peter 5.7, we cast our, all of our cares over on him, for he cares for us. So church, this morning we're a bunch of overcomers, conquerors, victorious. We have all our needs met, and we don't have a care. Amen? Isn't that what the Word of God says? You know, this, this is the good news for today. This is the good news for today. Isaiah 43, 16 says, I will make a way. We sang that song. Isaiah 43, 16 is talking about when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, they got to the Red Sea and there was no way. There was no way. They was between a, you know, the Red Sea was on one side. The Egyptians was on the other side and there was no way. But the word says that God made a way. In verse, nine, or, yeah, verse 19 of that same chapter, it says, Now I will do a thing that you don't know anything about. Hallelujah. God is about to do something that we don't know anything about. Amen? He's going to do something that we don't know anything about. And he said, he will make a way in the wilderness. That word wilderness, if you look it up, means, means a, a barren pasture. You know, a place where there's, there's nothing there. But it also means destructive and corrupt speech. He says, I will make a way where there is destructive and corrupt speech. Does that sound like today? Sounds exactly like what, what we're, we're facing every time we turn the TV on or, you know, turn our iPad on or pick up our telephone or, you know, go to town to Walmart or the feed store or, you know, where, wherever you go, you know, there, there's always destructive speech going on. But God said he was going to make a way through that. In John 7, 38, he says, Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. In other words, he's saying, 
Church, you have the answer. He said, you have the answer. In Jeremiah 32, 27, I hope you're getting all these scriptures down. God said, is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything too hard for me? In Numbers eleven twenty three, he said, is the Lord's hand shortened? Is he handicapped? No, he's not handicapped. He knows exactly where you're at. He knows where you're at. He knows where this church is at. He knows where this nation's at. And, and, and none of them is out of his reach. Amen? You know, guys, this is what faith looks like. Glory to God. You know, we have the opportunity every day to believe the Word of God or something else. It's not time to be discouraged, but encouraged by the Word of God. We need to stir ourselves up by praying in the Holy Ghost. That's Jude chapter 20. Jude chapter, not Jude chapter 3, Jude 3, there's only one chapter in Jude, says that there is, faith has to be contended for. In other words, Satan will come to, to steal the faith or steal the word out of your heart. If you go back to Mark chapter, chapter 4, it's talking about when the sower sows the word and the seed is the word of God, Satan comes immediately to steal the word that has been sown in your heart. He comes immediately to steal the word that has been sown, sown in your heart. You know, the challenge to us this morning is not to let that happen. Not let Satan come and steal the word that has been sown in our heart. Amen? What, what, what's, what's the words said about us? Have you already forgot? No. We're more than overcomers. We're conquerors. We're victorious. We're a people that have all our needs met. And we're a people that don't care. Because we've cast all of our cares over on him. Because he cares for us. You know how good that makes you feel? Glory to God. We ought to be standing up, dancing, and shouting because of who our God is. Amen? Glory to God. I'm, I'm excited this morning because I know who I am in Christ Jesus. And, you know, it, it's something that you got to work on every day. It's something that you work on every day. Every day, you listen to 10 minutes of news, hour in the Word of God. You know, that, that, that'll break you from listening to too much news. Look in Matthew chapter 16. This is, this is a, a good verse of Scripture. I was going to read that out of, the, out of the Amplified. Let me get it pulled up here. Matthew 16, and, and let's look at verse, start with verse 13. 
It says, And now when Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do, you, do people say that the Son of Man is? And they answered, You know, some say that you're John the Baptist, and others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or, or one of the prophets. But he said to them, Who do you say that I am? And Jesus replied, You are Christ, the Son of the living God. You know, that word Christ means the anointed one or the one that has the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God available to him. You know, Jesus, you know, Christ is not Jesus' last name. It's the description of who he is, that he is the anointed one. And then in verse 17, it says, And Jesus answered him, Blessed Happy, fortunate, and to be envied are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood have not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. How did he get this? By spending time with his Father. You know, how, how, do, we, how do we get that revelation? By spending time in the Word of God and, and in prayer. Okay? In verse 18, it says, I tell you, you are, are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not overpower it, and shall not overpower it. You know, I, I, I believe, and I'm, I'm not going to argue anybody that has a different opinion here, but, but the rock that he's referring to here is, is really not Peter, but it's the revelation that Peter had. The rock is the revelation that Jesus was the anointed one of God. And on that, on, on that solid foundation is, is, is where we need to have our faith. Amen? It's on the revelation of who Jesus is. And we need, to, we need to have a revelation of, of who Jesus is. Who, who do you say that he is? Who do you say that he is? Well, I say that he's the one that made me an overcomer. He's the one that made me a conqueror. He's the one that has given me the victory. He's the one that supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory. Not, not, not according to my riches, but according to his riches and glory. And he's the one that's taken all the cons- my concerns and my cares and I cast it over on him. And I don't have to pick that stuff up anymore. Amen? Amen. In Mark chapter 11, verse 23 through, through 25, it says, And verily, you know, we, we haven't forgot about the first thing here yet. You know, the first thing that we need to do is, is to pray for those that are in authority over us. You know, but it's hard to it's hard to pray effectively if if you're not 
thinking right. If, 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 you're, if you're spiritually, you, you need to, to work out. If, you're, if you've been fat and lazy spiritually, you need to get up here on this, this ab machine and, and do, do a little workout. You know, that's, that's, that's what we're talking about here this, this morning is, is doing some spiritual exercises so that, so that uh, you know, we, we won't be fat and lazy. You know, I think whoever gave me this was trying to probably tell me something, you know, that, that I needed to, uh, you know, that I needed to get in shape. And they're, and they're probably right. You know, I could probably lose you know, 30 pounds wouldn't hurt a thing. But, um, but you know, you can't do that unless you, you exercise. And, and you can't get your spirit in shape unless you spend time in the Word of God, meditating on the Word of God and spending time with your Father. You know, that, that, that's how you get to the point where you're an overcomer, you're a conqueror, you're victorious, you have all your needs met, and you don't care. Amen? That's how we get there, is, is through the Word of God. Mark chapter 11, verse, verse 23, and we're going to have to hurry. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you that whatsoever things ye desire when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. And a lot of times we stop right there, but let's go on one more verse. And when we stand praying, forgive. Let me read this out of the Amplified. And it says, and whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. Let it drop, leave it, let it go in order that your father who is in heaven may also forgive you your own failings and shortcomings and, and let them drop. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you your failings and, and, and shortcomings. You know, a lot of times we say, you know, in, in reference to 1 Timothy chapter 2, 1, 1 through 4, where it says to pray for those that are in authority over us, you know, for kings and, and uh, you know, every, everyone that's you know, has a place of importance that you know, this is the first thing that we do. You know, a lot of times the first thing we say, God, I can't do that. You know, how can I forgive so-and-so because of the stand that they're taking or, or the things that they've said? And, you know, you know, God, I can't do this. I can't do it, you know. Father, I can't forgive them for what they've said about me or or what they said about whatever. You know, I can't do it. Well, let me ask you this question. Has God ever asked us to do something that we couldn't do with his help? Has God ever asked us to do something that we could not do with his help? What do you think? Is there anything that God has asked us to do 
that we could not do with his help? No. No. If, if, that was, if that was a true state, if that would, if he's asked us to do something that we could not do with his help, that would be an unjust God. Philippians 4.13 says that I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. The word says to pray in faith. Faith works by love. We just read, we just read that in, in Mark chapter 11, 23 through 25. Faith works by love. We can love people without liking them. Okay? We can love people without liking what they do, what they say, what they represent. But we can still love them. Like is, 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 a, is an act of the flesh. Love is a force of the spirit. Okay? You can love people by faith. You may not, you may not feel like, you know, love is not, love is not a, necessarily a feeling. You can love in faith and, and your flesh despise that person. But if you'll keep love in your mouth and say, I love that person, you know, I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to pray, pray that, that they're led by the Spirit of God. You know, I'm going to lift them up and, and, and speak blessing over them so that I can lead a quiet and peaceable life. Amen. I love them. I don't like what they're doing, but I love them. And if you'll do that long enough, you know, the feelings will come. Okay? But we're not, we're not, We're not motivated by how we feel. We're motivated by the word of God and the love of God that resides on the inside of us. Okay? 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7 says, Love covers the multitude of sin. Galatians 5.22, which is, is uh, the, the characteristics of the fruit of the Spirit, love is the first one. Love is the first one. Proverbs 14.34 says, A nation is exalted by the righteousness of its people, but sin heaps up disgrace upon the land. A nation is exalted by the righteousness of its people. You know, the righteous of, of the nation need to stand up and, and pray for their people, Pray for those that are in authority over them. Need to love them. Need to love them. Praise God. God doesn't want anybody to go to hell. And, and our part in that is, is the Great Commission. Matthew chapter 28. 
And, and we're running out of time. I don't have time to go there. But read, read Matthew chapter 28. Read, read Mark chapter 16. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Those that believe will be saved. Those that won't will be damned. And these signs, these signs will follow them that believe. In my name, they'll cast out devils. They'll speak with new tongues. If they pick up any deadly thing, it'll not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You know, folks, that's who we are. That's who we are. And the last verse of scripture here is... Is 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5. It says, Yet we don't see ourselves as capable, capable enough to do anything in our own strength. For our true competence flows from God's empowering presence. He alone makes us adequate ministers who are focused on an entirely new covenant. Our ministry is not based on the letter of the law through the power of the Spirit. The letter of the law kills, but the Spirit pours out life. You know, the, the excuse that, that I'm not qualified just went out the door. Okay? We, we don't have that excuse. Jesus has qualified us. Jesus has qualified you. You're qualified. You don't have to worry about whether I'm qualified or not. Jesus qualified you. That's, that's 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5, 5 through 6. I spent too much time in the Word this week. I, I apologize for going over. Not, not really. Not really. But I just wanted to give you some good news this morning. Hallelujah. I wanted to give you some good news about who you are in Christ Jesus, that we don't have to take the care of this thing, that, that whatever it looks like, the results is going to be, God has made the way. And it's a way that, that maybe we don't have any idea of, of how we're going to get there, but God has made a way. Amen. He's got it under control, and, and on the way, and when we get there, we, we can get there as more than conquerors, victorious, overcomers, having our needs met, and not having a care. Amen? Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, praise team. I just thank you, Father, for your, for your presence here for your Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you for your word that it will not return unto you void, but it will accomplish the thing that you've sent it to accomplish. Father, I thank you that, that that we're not dominated and we're not overcome by, by the news but we are dominated and overcome by your word. Hallelujah. We praise you, Father, for that. I thank you, Father, that, that for everyone here, Father, I praise you and I thank you that, that 
that we are more than overcomers, that we are conquerors in this world because of Jesus. Not because we're all that, but it's because of you. And Father, if we need to repent, Father, we'll do that because I know that you're faithful and you're just to forgive me. Hallelujah. If there's anyone here this morning that doesn't know Jesus as Lord, I'd invite you to, to come up and talk to, to me or, or Pastor Larry. Uh, and, you know, make that decision. If, if you've been overwhelmed by the circumstances that, that are surrounding you, you know, I would invite you to come to the altar, you know, cast that care over on, on God and let him deal with it.